Welcome to the Honor Roll Insurance Podcast. This is a podcast of the Toscano Agency, which, by the way, was founded on Bill Toscano's porch over 50 years ago while his kids were running around. The front porch is a strange place to start an agency. It's because his wife would not let him use the dining room. Smart woman. We're still family-owned, operated, and friendly here at the Toscano Agency. We have a Builder's Risk and Vacancy CE class, which is free for our producers, coming up on Wednesday, July 20th, and again on the 27th at 10 o'clock. You can register for this CE event at toscano.com forward slash CE. On today's episode, we're talking about property accounts with underwriter Jessica Waltonball. Without further ado, here's today's episode. Today, we have a special guest from the Toscano Agency. We have property package underwriter Jessica Waltonball. Three years of experience in the insurance industry and excellent relationship building. Jessica has moved through several roles in her insurance career here at the Toscano Agency. And I can't wait to learn more. Jessica, thanks for joining me today. Hi, thanks for having me. Of course. So I like to get right into it. I like to hear what your insurance story is because everybody has one. So how did insurance choose you? Well, it wasn't really insurance as much as it was Tuscanos. Um, my cousin, Judy Brenton, works in our personal lines department. And Wait, hold four. on. <laughs> Judy is your cousin? Judy See, everybody, is my cousin. Everybody, everybody here is related. Oh my gosh. Okay. I've been here for four years. I did not know that. Okay. Continue. <laughs> yes. Judy is my cousin. And so the whole time, you know, I was in my teenage years, it was, oh, she, you know, you got to go work where Judy works. It's a great place. And all kinds of, you know, all kinds of good things all the time. So um, when it was time to get a real career, I came to Tuscanos and I've been here for 20 years. 20 years. Okay. So did you start by working with Judy? Like how, where were you? How did your path go? Um, I did not. I started in the file room back, you know, when the dinosaurs roamed the earth and we had paper. <laughs> that was my first job, um, file rooms, you know, delivering faxes again when we had paper, things like that. Did you use a cart? I did. I pushed yep. a cart all over that office and used to go home with paper cuts that were terrible and oh, it was hard work. I'll tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> um after that, I did go up to our personal lines department and I started as an assistant. I wasn't an assistant very long when I moved into underwriting. And then I ended up doing that for about eight years in the personal wow. lines department. Okay. And then when the opportunity arose, I came down to our commercial um, package department where I am now as an assistant. And I worked as an assistant under two of our you know, more seniored underwriters. And now I'm an underwriter. Awesome. So you do more than just package. You want to talk a little bit about flood because I know you're one of our flood specialists as well. You want to talk about that? Yes. Um, Nicole Plews and I specialize in our flood product. We've been writing private flood for about two years now. And it's something that's, it's fun. It's different. Um, it's quicker than the other risk we write, uh, you know, quicker to underwrite for the most part. And we have... We're up to five or six markets for flood and can pretty much help out on any risk, commercial, residential, anything that the agents have. So I, I enjoy it. I enjoy it. It's something different. 
Yeah, definitely. And it is a newer product for us. So that's something that I really like about the Toscano agency. We really take feedback from our producers and agency principals seriously. And my understanding is that's exactly how this flood program came about because people were complaining about how difficult flood is. A lot of people use it like the F-bomb in their office because it's just so difficult. But you and Nicole really make it super simple for our producers here. And I hear that all of the time. So great product. Tell me a little bit about your family. Tell us a little bit about that. So I am married. My husband and I have been married for 17 years and together for 22. So pretty much half of my life we've been together. (laughs) Half of my life I've been at Tuscano's and half of my life I've been married. Um, we have two sons, a 12 year old and a 10 year old. They are on summer break now. So the days are interesting and sometimes loud. (laughs) (laughs) We are definitely pet people. We have a cat and two small, ferocious dogs. We have a chihuahua who thinks he's a Rottweiler (laughs) and we have a new puppy, a Shih Tzu, who is starting to take after her chihuahua brother. So there's just guard dogs that neither one weighs over nine pounds. Um, And that's really about it. We, you know, we're kind of homebodies, but we do run more in the summer. We like to go to amusement parks and to the beach and to camp. The kids love to camp and do all that fun stuff, you know, s'mores by the campfire and going out on the boat. So that's about it in a nutshell. (laughs) You have a boat. So (laughs) Carrie Bush and Personal Lines, we always goof around because we write these boating policies. And at first when they came in, she'd be like, oh, it's, you know, boating season. Here (laughs) they come. I said, you know what? Shiskana should buy us a boat. Here, you have one, Jessica. We can just use yours. What the heck? I mean, it's not big enough to house all of us, but I think you can take like 10 to 12 people out at one time. There we go. That's fine. That works for me. I'm digging it. it. So tell me a little bit about what you're passionate about and how that can relate to your day-to-day. So tell me something that really, really is interesting to you. So I'm a fixer just in general across the board. Um, I like to fix things. I like to be the person who people come to with their problems, whether that be in my personal life or here internally, you know, if someone has a risk that's more difficult and they need help, um, people in other departments, like, hey, what do you think we can do about this? Let's try to find a way to make it work. And so I, of course, love when the agents come to me with their problems. Um, I love when the phone call, phone call starts with, I have a weird one for you. And, you know, it's like, no, they're all, you know, I, I like those ones. I like the weird ones and the tough ones. So I definitely like to be that person who helps out and fixes it and gets the solutions. So my job fits me well. <laughs> yeah, that definitely comes true in your work. There's no doubt. And that's something we hear on a regular basis because we're here for, to that agent, their hardest to place risk they've ever seen. And, you know, obviously that severity is a little different from each agency to the other, but I will definitely say that because I call you and I say, okay, this is a really <laughs> weird one. I'm going to pass it over to you. And she's right there to solve that problem. So yeah, I, I definitely think that's something that comes through in your day-to-day here for sure. Do you want to share a little bit about the types of accounts you're seeing? Maybe start with builder's risk and vacant because that's something we get a ton of questions on. So you want to talk about that a little bit? Yes. Um, well, our our team does anything property um, based, premises GL based, 
we see a lot of builder's risk and vacants from the ground up construction of a home to the ground up construction of a multi-million dollar apartment building, everything in between, whether it be coastal or in a PC9, high values, low values. We see a ton of vacants, especially now, unfortunately, with the way everything is. But, you know, buildings that are vacant because the business had to close or brand new purchases that are vacant that the insured's going to be doing renovations to turn it into something new and something great for their community. So we see a ton of those type of risks. Okay. So how about, you know, when someone's coming to you with a property, whether it's, you know, going to be a builder's risk policy or a vacant policy, or even if it's occupied, what are some hints? What are some suggestions? What are some ways to get to the top of your underwriting pile, Jessica? What's the best thing they can do? Um, definitely, if you have something that is a little, you th- or you think it's a little off the wall, you know, give us a call first because we we love we love to pre-qualify. We don't ever want to spin anybody's wheels, and we can do most things, but every once in a while, you know. Or it might be something that we would have to break up and write different policies or go to, you know, different departments. Um, So definitely, you know, call and let's chat about it. Another thing that's super important is those applications. I know that our agents don't always work with accords and they, they can be difficult. If you have proprietary apps from, a, you know, a different company or your in-house carrier, send those over. We have, you know, we can work off of those. And if there's a couple more questions we have, we'll just give you a call and get that info. The complete apps are probably the biggest, the biggest struggle we have. Um, If I'm quoting property for you, I need, you know, I need to know when it was built. I need to know the square footage. I need to know the updates. That's just something we can't really do without because that, you know, that determines our eligibility and our coverages. Um, but other than that, I mean, we work everything as it comes in or, of course, you know, as a need by basis. So that's about it. Okay. So can you think of like one of the craziest things you've worked on through the years? Do you have a crazy risk or something that was really bizarre, off the wall, difficult, funny, strange, weird? Everybody has one. Do you have something that you can think of that was really kind of difficult? I know when I was talking um, with another underwriter, she's like, it was a gentleman's club. She's like, it was really different, but we were able to do it. But yeah, we were able to handle it. So do you have any kind of crazy story? Um, we do definitely see, <laughs> we, um, before our roles got split up a little bit more and we became a little more specialized in the departments. Um, when I worked with Marsha Novak as her assistant, we definitely looked at the gentlemen's clubs and, you know, things like that. Those were always fun. Um, I have worked on a nudist camp, a nudist colony. So that, <laughs> that was different. And there yeah. are, you know, there are certain things that have to go into that when you're ordering the inspection. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. That is so awkward. Oh yeah, it's, it, it is kind of awkward and it was definitely, um, definitely different. And they did have preferences, you know, whether they wanted a male inspector or female inspector, but we were able to accommodate and get, get our inspection as needed. So that was different. Um, We see a lot of different things. I actually just had one come in the other day from our builder's risk and vacant webinar. After that, it was a building in New York that is, I swear it looks like a castle. I'm not sure what the prior occupancy was, but it is just, I mean, it's, it's old, it's an old building and it's, it's 
not in great shape right now, but just looking at it, you can imagine what it looks like in its heyday. And it's just incredible. I mean, I love that. I love seeing those old buildings and you can just picture how beautiful they were, you know, and I love right. the fact like with this one that the insured is really looking to restore it and and put it back to its original beauty. And it, it should be something when it's done. So. Oh my gosh. I'm sure. So what about historical buildings? Is that something that you see and that people have to follow certain rules and regulations when they're doing updates? Yes. Um, historical buildings are definitely a little more difficult. Um, anything that's on the historic registry, first of all, please always tell us that. Let us yeah, know. Yeah, of course. I mean, Let we, us know we, first. We know to ask. Yeah, we know to ask depending on the age and, and the condition of the risk and where it's located. But there are definitely rules and regulations once the building is deemed historical that the insured will have to go through if they want to do any updates or changes to the building. But we do have carriers that accept the historic registry. So it's certainly something we can help out with. Awesome. Good to know. Well, you've shared some great information today. We've got some wonderful webinars coming up that you've been helping um, participating in. So I'm going to share some of that information just so everybody else can follow. But Jessica, thanks for taking the time to talk with me today and share this information. Great. Anytime. Thank you for having me. And I'm on the roll. 